Hey guys, what's up? It's Tyler Kluver. This is the Snapped Podcast. So glad that you're joining me on this podcast. We're going to talk about diet, exercise, mindset, training, sports, performance, and any of the things that we discuss, me or the guests that I bring on, is going to help you get better and help you get healthier in some way or another. We're glad you're here. Sit back, relax. Let's have it. again for another episode of the snap podcast with tyler kluver and that intro there is one that i listen to every time and i think in the intro i say you know whatever we talk about on this podcast where you couple hundred people come and listen to me talk about fitness or health or other stuff it is with a singular goal to educate on based on my experience to the best of my ability and somehow bring value in the form of being healthier in some way. A lot of people think about healthy as a physical thing, a diet and exercise thing, which will be and has been a lot of the focus of the episodes so far but health is obviously especially in today's age more than just physical it's mental it is social there's relationship health i mean there's a health to everything right Uh, or you could call it a state and today isn't going to be so much about i mean it is tied into fitness because that's what i do but today is going to be more life health like mental health, um, much more generalized in, with uh, regards to how I have approached the last year plus of my life, two years, let's say. Uh, really, yeah, that's about it. Uh, today I'm going to tell the, uh, and I'm making it sound much more dramatic than it is, but it really isn't. I'm just going to tell the story of my last basically since I graduated college and how I got to be where I'm at and hopefully and most of you are probably like well that's not that exciting but I think there are probably some things to take away from those last let's see almost three years now and it this is somewhat of a journal experiment experience for me um, just to talk about and kind of process how things have worked. But I've gone through some ups and downs, and um, I want to talk about that. So last year, and I'm going to try and find the journal entry because I, I have an online journal that I talk, that I write in, oh, probably once a month or so on average. Um, and I think that that will shed some light on 
kind of where I'm going with this. Let's roll it back first to 2018. I had just been off of a four, five-month training uh, phase physically where I had put on 30 pounds in three months. I have, I was the strongest I'd ever been. Probably, I would not say the most athletic, but definitely the most NFL-ready, and that's a positive thing because I was training to be in the NFL. I did not end up in the NFL clearly. So in May of 2018 is when that would have kind of been decided. And I moved back in, I moved out of Iowa city after living there for five years in college, I moved out of Iowa city into uh, the current place that I live with my wife, fiance at the time in Waukee, Iowa. During my time in college, and really ever since um, my spring semester of my senior year in high school, when I found CrossFit for the first time and was watching YouTube videos of OG CrossFitters do these crazy workouts, and oh my gosh, this is so cool, it's like working out, but it's competitive and all this stuff, that finding CrossFit was what directed me to the health and fitness space. I thought that after reading a little bit more into it, I was like, cool. I could be, I could, I love working out. Um, I had been working out and writing my own programming for lifting weights at the YMCA in Marshalltown for like three or four years at this point, basically since I got into high school. And I loved doing it and I loved working out and I loved also being competitive, knowing that sports weren't going to last forever. This is something that I could compete in after college. I knew that I was going to Iowa at this point. So there was going to be a little bit, a bit of a hiatus uh, to really get into health and fitness or get into CrossFit. But that's kind of what directed my study. I didn't know what I wanted to do going to college. And then it hit me. I'll do exercise science. I'll do something with fitness and exercise, and that's what I'll get into. And so that's what it was. And that's what I continued with through my entire college career. Graduated with a degree in exercise science uh, in the health and human physiology track or the exercise science track of health and human phys. And the goal through college without giving it a ton of thought or really having to get into situations where I understood what the climate was going to be like The entire goal was I'm going to get out of college. I'm going to find a coaching job at a CrossFit gym. And I'm going to work my way up into a head coaching spot and then maybe a a manager role and then eventually you know, climb the ladder enough to where I have enough money saved up or an opportunity with the gym I'm at where I can buy in and be part owner and eventually just own my own CrossFit gym, my own box, as they say, and run that. And that's what I'm going to do. And I really thought that's what was going to happen. I really thought that's what was going to happen. And it's funny because things change and that's sort of the 
theme of this podcast. I'd like that to be the theme of this podcast is things are not going to go the way you think they are most of the time. At least not exactly, right? So oddly enough, I thought that this plan was really going to head downhill, like, or I guess uphill in the right direction when in my senior year, maybe just before my senior year of football in Iowa, still didn't have to really figure things out yet. This would have been uh, late summer, fall of 2017. I got a message from a guy, uh, James Townsend is his name. He's a, he's a former Iowa football player back in like 2006 to 2008, or maybe even a little bit before that. He got a quick cup of coffee with like the bears and call it in the NFL, I believe. And then um, got really big into CrossFit and kind of famous in the CrossFit world. Um, some would say, or, or he's very notable. People know who he is. He's extremely genetically gifted. Uh, he is absolutely stacked. He's like in his mid thirties. Um, but he's, he looks like the best athlete on earth. And he is, uh, he's crazy strong, crazy fast, can jump crazy high. And he was living out in California and he had owned his own CrossFit gym for the better part of a decade. And it just so happened that in 2018 summer, exactly when I was going to need a job, he was going to be moving back and to Iowa where he met his wife in college to be closer to family and setting up their life, kind of a new chapter of their life here in Des Moines. And he was going to be opening a CrossFit gym. And I was like, holy shit. Is this like, could things fall more in place for me? This is exactly the opportunity I wanted. Not only am I going to, not, not only is the timing going to be perfect, but it's going to be a new opportunity, a brand new gym with a guy who has a bunch of clout, quote unquote, in the, in the CrossFit space. He knows how to run a gym. And, I, and I'm going to be able to be one of his first coaches, kind of the, kind of the, uh, the founder, part of the founding staff of the gym, which will only rocket me up a little bit more. The, 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 the time frame of me moving up into a higher role, like I'm going to be one of his first coaches. So if I stick with it and just do well, who knows? So I go through, and again, we get back to May 2018. I moved back to Des Moines. He moves back to Des Moines in the similar at a similar time frame, but it takes a while for him to find a space for the gym. Obviously, you got to find the right building, the right space, build it out, get all the equipment. So that that didn't end up opening until uh, November of that year of 2018. So May to November, I had to find something to do. Um. The whole idea was, okay, well, I have the CrossFit job waiting for me, but until then, I'm going to, I'm going to need to figure out something to pay the bills here. Luckily, the wife was already employed uh, and we realistically could skirt by uh, on an, on a single income if we wanted to, but we're not here to stay stagnant in life. We want to kind of further advance our financial situation and better our lives. So I'm out looking for a job and I end up working for, 
I end up uh, actually one of my wife's coworkers saw on Facebook a uh, a kids like a kids ninja warrior gym um, opening up brand new about twelve minutes down the road from our house, um, and they were going to be looking for both just regular employees and managers because it was going to be brand new. I walked in. And I was like, cool, awesome, opportunity, sounds easy, I could manage a kid's gym. Uh, I walked in to, this is maybe three weeks after I moved back home, I walk into a empty building where they're putting up walls and they're painting and they're putting in flooring and can't even really tell what's going on yet. The gym is even built, you know, there's a like a foam pit, there's a bunch of like ninja warrior obstacles that are kid sized in this thing they're putting them all in and i do my interview and um two hours later i get a text from the guy i just interviewed with the owner and he says hey um we'd like to move forward with you as the manager and bring you down to omaha where they had already had locations and uh and kind of get you trained up to be the manager that opens this gym cool awesome kind of expected that I would get the job because to be honest, I was probably a little overqualified, even though I'd never been in a role like that. Um, not really a tough job, right? You like, you walk into the building, you turn the lights on, um, easy stuff. And so that was going to pay the bills, not paying me a whole lot of money, uh, but enough. And for that entire summer, um, the idea was I'm going to work this job. I'm going to manage this kid's gym until the CrossFit gym opens and then I'll coach full-time at the CrossFit gym and I can kind of phase out of this job and, you know, CrossFit can be my gig. So that happens. The CrossFit gym opens up. Um, and very quickly about, I would say three months in, you know, the new year turns and it becomes 2019. The CrossFit gym has been open for three or four months at this point, January, February, and I'm still working at the, the Ninja Warrior gym doing that during the day. Um, it, I quickly find out that not only is it going to take a while for the, the CrossFit gym to grow a client base that needs or that can sustain a couple full-time coaches, um, but it's going to be a lot longer than I thought. And I might not even be one of those guys because I was not the only coach that was brought on. And I started to figure out that that the dynamic of owning your own gym similar to a CrossFit gym or a CrossFit gym exactly is the owner is going to coach most of the classes because then he doesn't have to pay coaches to coach them. Uh, and it's his gym and it's his venture. He's going to try and make most of the money. And then there might be one person who, who can make a livable salary if they're coaching a bunch. Um, and that wasn't me. There was another guy who had previous CrossFit coaching experience who was technically the head coach. And so, and I could tell that that was not going to change for at least a year, maybe more. Nothing that they did wrong. I just overestimated the um, opportunity I was going to have and uh, what I was going to get. I mean, I was realistically coaching six or eight classes a week. I mean, I was working eight hours a week at this CrossFit gym making what oh that's the other thing is i was volunteer coaching i wasn't even making money because the gym wasn't making money in the beginning um and i should have clarified this to start um 
none of the coaches were making money. We were essentially coaching for a membership. We got to work out there for free during the, you know, the class times where we weren't coaching. So I was only getting eight hours, wasn't getting paid for any of them. And that went on for um, a solid year, almost a year. Um, you know, winter turned to spring, spring turned to summer. And that was the year that my wife and I got married in 2019, June of 2019. And in June of 2019, June 1st, actually, to be exact, was the one-year anniversary of me working for the Kids Warrior Gym because I still had to be working there to pay the bills. I'm slowly realizing that me owning my own gym slash it making a living, at least coaching CrossFit, is probably not going to work out here. I, um, you know, I, I kept my eyes open for other jobs, but every other job you found was part-time coach. You're going to maybe get 20 hours a week. So I can't, I'm learning that I can't really support myself doing this. Or if I want to get into a role where I'm going to, I'm going to have to work multiple jobs, which is tough because I'm now going to have to work a, and this is, you know, me being a little bit of a, of a, of a princess, but I'm going to have to work a, a job where I like open up the kids warrior gym at 10 AM in the morning and work till four in the afternoon and then coach from four till eight. Um, so I'm going to be working two jobs equaling a 10 hour day and it's shifted back. So I don't start till 10 and I get off at eight. Don't really see the wife a lot. Don't even know if it's going to add up to an opportunity in the coaching even if it does add up to a coaching opportunity full-time with CrossFit, I started to figure out like, I'm a dumbass. CrossFit and exercise classes mostly only happen in the very early morning or after the workday ends because that's when the clients come in because they have normal hours, right? And so even if I become a full-time CrossFit coach, I'm going to be working uh, 5 a.m. class, 6 a.m. class, 7 a.m. class, which is all before my wife is even up. So I won't see her in the morning. Then I'll be done for the morning and hang out all day while she's at work. And then she'll come home. And right about then is when I go out to work again and I coach four, five, six, seven PM classes. So we just never see each other. And that for me personally, and this is a whole nother conversation. That's, not something that I'm signing up for. I'm not going to, I think that's um, at least for our relationship personally, that is, and knowing that I can go and find a different opportunity or find other ways to make this work, that kind of time that I was going to be able to spend with, um, with my wife, especially when we cherish our time together and don't have kids yet and we want to make the most of it, um, that was going to be disrespectful to her. And it, was, it wasn't going to be something that made me very happy. And I'm also huge on being happy with what you're doing. And so we got married in June of 2019, been working for the Kids Warrior Gym, which was the Kids Warrior Gym was great. I got to work, you know, 10 to four in the afternoon, um, which is about when she got off. I would go work out. I'd get home at five. I'd get a six hour work day and I was working about 30 hours a week. It wasn't a lot of money, but it was enough. And that was closer to what we were looking for, right? And it was paying the bills. And the CrossFit 
you know, we're now into the summer. So we're about eight months in. And again, nobody was getting paid. There just wasn't, you know, you got to get your, the, the, the gym has to get its, uh, its footprint in, in the, in the community and in the space and in the city, the town. And it was not even a year old yet. And so it, you know, I'm not sure they were even making money or coming out green on the end of each month. So we get married, we go on our honeymoon in uh, June and we come back and that was kind of like the foot, foot in the ground. Like, okay, I got to figure out what I'm doing here. CrossFit's not going anywhere. And even if it does, it's not like it's going to be very good money wise. And I don't want to manage a kid's jungle gym for the rest of my life. So we come back and in uh, late summer of 2019, I decide, all right, I'm going to look for a different job in fitness, see if I can't go work at a place that has slightly better hours and will actually pay me for coaching, you know, the fitness classes. And so I found a, a place called Elite Edge, five locations in the Des Moines area. They've expanded to a couple franchises around um, Iowa as well. And it was a it was a job where it was group classes. It was similar to CrossFit. It was not CrossFit style training. It was more three days a week is strength based. Three days a week is cardio based. But it was a job working in fitness that actually paid me. Unfortunately, it was the exact same amount of money that I was getting uh, per hour to manage the kids gym, and the kids gym job was the easiest job on earth. I basically made sure that the place didn't burn down, sat at the front desk, checked kids in while high school kids monitored, you know, the kids playing in the back. And I just watched YouTube for six hours while people checked in and out of the gym. And I got paid, uh, I actually got paid um, 16 an hour, I think. And then when I went to coach for Elite Edge, I took a dollar pay cut to be busting my ass for an entire hour, coaching fitness classes, warming people up, giving instruction, showing demonstration, managing a whole class of 30 adults. I took a dollar pay cut for that from watching YouTube. So it felt like, damn, like, is this really the move either? But at least I'm coaching fitness, I'm coaching lifting and all that stuff, and I'm making money. And um, it was at that time where uh, when I took that new job coaching at Elite Edge, I quit both uh, both the other jobs uh, because the time I wasn't the, the time commitment I just wasn't going to be able to do it. Um, it didn't work out. So now it's uh, August September of I think I started technically October first of um, of 2019 at Elite Edge. I'm working 30 to 32 hours a week. And I'm making 15 bucks an hour. And luckily, for those that listen to the Wash Up Walk-Ons, um, we make a little bit of money through that and the Patreon and that stuff. So I was getting a little bit of supplemental income. I do a few other things. I coach long snapping. I do some other stuff. So we were doing just fine. But again, it wasn't, you know, was I going to be super happy doing this? Not only that, but because I was the new guy, they were taking advantage of me a little bit, which they should. That's how it works in that industry. But I'm waking up at 3.30 in the morning, 3.20 in the morning um, on some, some occasions. Um, and 
it was the cold months, right? So I worked October, November, December, January uh, of 2020, this being last year, February, we're going to get to that. So basically the, you know, four or five of the coldest months of the year, there's snow on the ground. It's windy. It's 3.30 in the morning. It's dark as shit. There's no one up. I'm driving to the gym to open this gym to coach a 4 a.m. class. I coach 4 a.m., 5 a.m., 6 a.m., 7, 8, 9 a.m., five classes in a row. And then um, do a little bit of like sales work from, you know, 9 a.m. class gets done at 9.50. Do some sales work till about 11, maybe 11.30. And then I work out and get my workout in, and then my day is done at 1 o'clock. Those were the morning days. If I worked in the afternoon on a specific day, and we alternated days, I had three mornings a week, two afternoons. Then I was doing noon class. There was a noon class come in at 11.30, noon class, sit through the afternoon from uh, 1 o'clock until um, 3.40 and clean the gym slash sales work slash other stuff and then coach four five six and seven o'clock classes so my day was either basically four to noon or noon to eight there was no regular hours i was like damn and at the time i actually thought like i would and i think i was to an extent i would i would talk about how well, we're pretty lucky. You know, even with the hours, like we're pretty lucky right now. I feel good about where I'm at. And I think I did, but it's funny how you can be happy and then you find something else and you can be a whole lot happier. As I said, we coached through the winter months there and last early spring rolled around and um, kind of the, why I'm doing this right now is, uh, Sunday, I'm recording this on the 24th, Sunday of this week on the, on the 21st was the one-year anniversary, um, and I still remember it. I say it like it was 14 years ago. Um, I remember it clear as day, though, 368 days ago now. On uh, February 21st of 2020, I had just finished a morning shift. It was a Friday. Coached my five classes in a row. Killed it. Was actually feeling really good. The a couple weeks prior to that, um, the the manager of the Waukee location was like, hey, um, you know, we're expanding. I'm going to be getting a different role that works with all the locations. Um, Justin, who is the guy in between us, there's basically three of us there. Um, Justin, he's going to move into head coach role here and you're going to move up a little bit as well. I was like, cool, I might get like a couple dollar raise. Um, I'm not going to be the low guy in the totem pole anymore. Uh, I had gotten some good reviews from the upper higher up staff of how I was coaching and I was really starting to find a group after five months with the the clients of building relationships and being more comfortable of being a, a group class leader. And Friday, I start my workout at about 10 30, 11. The, the manager had just gotten off the phone with the owner of the, all the gyms and he says, Tyler, hey, I need to talk to you quick. Pulls me into the office, and he straight up is like, hey, uh, hate to do this, but we're going to have to let you go. And I was like, 
okay. And he goes, um, you know, the, the people moving up, that's not going to be happening. Uh, there actually isn't a role for, for me, um, the new role that I was supposed to take. So I'm going to be staying here. The gyms aren't doing quite as well as we have hoped the last few months. And so we have to make some cuts and, uh, and you're the, you know, you're the lowest guy here, the newest guy. So unfortunately that has to be you. Um, and then some other, some other stuff about, um, you know, we can try and get you in the Ankeny location, all this other, you know, we can get you to another location or you can split time between locations and work part-time, but, uh, you know, that's probably not what you want to do considering that this is your income. So, um, yeah, really sorry, but we, you know, we're, we're going to have to let you go. You can still work. This was funny. You can still work through the pay period through next Friday. Um, and I was like, holy shit. I just got fired. I mean, let go, fired, whatever you want to call it. I, I'm on my ass. I just got canned. This, this is the first time that something like this has happened to me. This doesn't happen to Tyler Kluver. Not to sound entitled, but uh, up until my, and this is where I really started to realize it, up until this point in my life at 20, let's see, I would have just turned 24. Up until this point in my life, everything had gone right. The whole story was coming together like, like there was going to be a fairy tale ending. You know, even though I hadn't been able to coach CrossFit and kind of started to realize that I was going to have to do something else. You know, and then all of a sudden he's like, yeah, so that was a Friday and I got to work through the next week. Tell every, tell all the clients I just built relationships with like, Hey, the gym's not doing well. I got laid off, so I'm not going to be here anymore. And the timing was interesting. That was September 21st. I worked my last day on our February 21st of 2020. I worked my last day at that gym on February 28th of 2020. And two weeks later, um, we were going with my wife's family on vacation to Mexico. And so there was this really weird, at, you know, after I'd finished that extra week on the pay period, got my last check, there was this really weird, like, okay, now I have two weeks and we're going on vacation. That feels wrong. I should be looking for a job. But if I'm going to be trying to get interviews at all these places, I can't really be like, hey, I'm applying, but I'm also going on vacation for a week. So I kind of said, you know what, screw it. I'll take two weeks to myself. It's not like I need an, absolutely need a job. We're totally fine money-wise. I'm going to take two weeks, think about it. You know, maybe we go a different direction. I thought about so many things. I thought, hey, maybe we'll be a realtor. We'll get into real estate and start being a, an agent and start selling houses. Maybe we, Maybe I reach out and try and figure out how to – um, start um, investing in real estate and getting my own properties and start trying to get an income that way. Maybe I, shit, maybe I, I work for Striker. For those of you that listen to Wash Up Walk-Ons, Kevin works for Striker, does medical sales, drives around. He's in surgeries. He's talking to doctors. I, I could do that. That's always a, a job that they pump up to the, the players when they come in and talk about, you know, life after football is, is medical sales. That's what athletes do. Maybe I'll do medical sales. Uh, all of these things were running through my brain. I was like, what am I going to do? And 
didn't last long before my, you know, I'm sitting up at night. I'm, you know, sleep wasn't great those two weeks because I just couldn't figure out, uh, you know, I was just worried, like, where's my life going? And that's when the 30 day fast fit challenge somehow formulated in my brain. And that tough to look back after one year and say that it, that it will change my life forever. But up until this point, considering that that's all we have to look at in the last year, the 30 day fast fit challenge has changed my life forever. And I thought of that challenge over the course of two to three hours in the middle of the night during those two weeks that I was kind of laid off and just not doing anything. I was up about, I remember at 2.15 in the morning and all of a sudden in this half asleep, half daydream, half awake state, this 30-day fast fit challenge started catalyzing in my brain. And I could see it on the paper and how it was laid out and structured and what we would focus on and what the advertising and the social media push would be like for it and all this different stuff. And it blew up. I put it out there. I said, hey, would anybody be interested in a, in a fasting challenge, a month-long fasting challenge? It's been great for me. Uh, I think I could help other people. And it fucking blew up. And part of the reason I do this episode is and maybe you guys will be interested in this story, but also to say thank you. Um, because without you guys, I know a lot of you, sorry, I didn't take a drink. I know a lot of you listening have probably, were pro- probably in on one of the three challenges I did last year or the, the one that's currently going. Um, Without you guys and people to, you know, take a chance and purchase the challenge, which it's, you know, it's a hundred bucks, but it's the value is so much more because it could be t- it and has been life changing for people. So what's a hundred bucks to that? Um, it allowed me to make a substantial amount of money very quickly and kind of say, wow, well, I just made enough to kind of extend and, you know, I, I just made enough money to where I would have had to work three or four months to equal this amount at the gym. So I've given myself some time to kind of figure out what's next. And then we did, we waited a month. We did a, we did an April challenge. We waited in May and we did another one in June. And that one did just as well. And I was like, holy shit. Now I've given myself another three or four months. I basically made like, I'm on my way to making what I was going to make this year anyway. And then we're halfway through the year. And that allowed me the opportunity to start taking on one-on-one clients, which is, which is really where, you know, I'm trying to take this whole thing and, and go with it because that's, you know, one-on-one and more personalized stuff means more money for me. And it means more results and more personalized programming and um, one-on-one attention from me to the clients. And it allowed me to take on one or two guys back in May. And they're still with me, Mike and Matt. And, you know, a couple months go by and I get a couple more people. And now we're up to the point where I'm doing, you know, a year later since this has happened, I now am still running challenges. 
granted they they're doing less well because a lot of people have already done it and they know what it's about, but I got to figure out ways to, to continue to make those successful. And now I've got two zoom personal training clients that we get on and do workouts in the morning. If you're interested, hit me up. It's so fun. And I have 10 plus one-on-one coaching clients that I meet with every week. I write personal programming completely customized for them based on how many days they want to work out, what they want to do, how long they want their workouts to be. I give them completely custom nutrition um, consultation and work each week and goals and custom macros and nutrients. And I've become this online fitness coach where I get to work from home, make more money than I was going to in in in-person coaching and figure out how to build an online business. And it's been incredible. It has been incredible. I'm going to read this, uh, I'm going to read this journal that I wrote, and this is actually, it's funny because I wrote this journal on the Monday after I was done coaching, and that happens to be exactly 365 days ago. One year ago today, I wrote this. Friday, three days ago on the 21st, after working an entire shift with self-proclaimed great effort and care, I was informed, you can tell I was a little bit salty about this. I was informed that I would be let go from my job. In no way is this a monumental moment in my life, at least not yet. Should it turn out that this is the speed bump in my life that shoots me into a job I love and thrive in for the rest of my time on earth, then sure, monumental in hindsight, but not as of now. What it is, is many other significant things. Many times over the past year and the last five months at this elite edge trainer position, especially, I have been back and forth about what I really want to do with my life and what I want it to look like. I think this will be the way I am until I die, always day, always day in and day out trying to readjust and try to further squeeze exactly what I want out of how I want my day to look. However, right now, it's bigger than that. So this is an opportunity to enter a whole new field or journey, a chance to step away from what I thought would be my professional passion, health and fitness, and potentially enter an entirely foreign arena of work, a chance to learn and grow at alarming rates, something I haven't done in a long time, a chance to make more money and further secure my future family and freedom in life, a chance to step back and breathe and realize that nothing lasts forever and know that it's better to give 100% to the moment and not worry about the details of the future. I still have no idea what direction I want to take a first baby step in, but that step will be taken in the coming weeks, whether I am comfortable or not. And when I take that step, I plan on taking it with an open heart and mind, ready to work harder than everyone else. And that's the first time I've read that since, you know, in in this last year. And it's funny, I was was pretty convinced, like I said, I was pretty convinced um, that I was going to enter a whole new field or journey um, and, and potentially get away from what I thought would be my professional passion, health and fitness. And luckily, what's great is what I thought was my passion, health and fitness, was reaffirmed. I found a way to do that and take that next step and make more money. 
And I think that hopefully by me sharing the story of me being laid off um, isn't so much of like, oh, look at me and my life and all this stuff. But it's, I think people like to hear the stories of other people and how they persevered and, and, and how they've come to be where they are. And that's what my last three years have looked like. And that journal entry that I just read you was what my mindset was like when it happened. And I really do think, you know, that last little part of the step will be taken in the coming weeks. It literally happened. The ne- it it might have literally happened that night. I believe it was a Tuesday morning, early in the morning, 2.30, that I had that idea. And this was on a Monday. And so I'm pretty sure um, it was either, it was, it was this week or the next week. Um, that step will be taken in the coming weeks, whether I'm comfortable or not. And when I take that step, I plan on taking it with an open heart and mind, ready to work harder than everyone else. And that so much describes me. And I know that sounds so like cliche, so BS, but you got to take advantage of opportunities when they are presented. And you have to do that. You have to do that better than anyone else. It's just a fact that some people aren't as good as other people. Some people will not succeed as much as other people. But if you do want to be that person, I believe that that's the mindset you have to have. Ready to take, ready to fucking attack opportunities and attack them with 100% effort. And knowing that they're they're scary and that they may not work out, but still going after it because what what do you have to lose? You have to adapt and I think it's this may be the title of this, I don't know. You have to adapt, adapt and grow or you die. And that's much more animalistic of an explanation, but that is the theme of this podcast. Adapt and grow or die. And in people's terms, that means get better, try and further yourself as a, as a person, try and grow and, and further succeed what you currently do, or stay stagnant and complacent and undisciplined with whatever you're doing right now and unhappy and stay that way for the rest of your life. And so I don't know really what this podcast was. Again, it was more of just a journal look back, a thank you to all those who have helped me. Maybe it's a, maybe it's a sign. Maybe, uh, maybe me talking about that and and how I got to where I am today, you know, makes you take the jump of, Hey, I need some one-on-one coaching. Come be a client. We can make some, some big time gains, but it's more so just a, a look back over the past year plus, um, and, and a reflection and a realization of what it takes when something hits you in the face and you have to change the game plan. I appreciate you guys. Like I said, all of those who have helped me make what I do every day possible. And part of that is now growing into the podcast space and, and trying to 
diversify my brand of fitness and health. And hopefully you guys took something away from this. I really appreciate you guys listening. As always, we will be back again next week with a less serious topic, something more specific to fitness and health, I'm sure. And I'm looking forward to it. I hope you guys have a fantastic day. Peace.